1: Hey, welcome to the Transform You Live show, the only place where you can make real life and business transformation, harnessing the power of optimism, hope, and faith. But before we get into today's episode, let's hear from our sponsor. If you could vividly color your dreams, they will remind you of our exquisite jewelry. At Chrysalis, elegance and luxury are standard. We blend art with everyday life. To have you shine for that bespoke feel. No matter what the occasion, you will look more beautiful and refined from any angle. With our jewelry, you do not make a statement. You are the statement. www.chrysalis.com Hello, my people, my people, my people out there in cyber world. Those who are watching around. Uh, the, the YouTube. You may be watching on U- Roku. You may be watching on Amazon. I don't know where you're watching, but thank you for joining us. And those who are listening as well, uh, Transformers, uh, who are returning subscribers, of course. And um, I just thank you. This is the, the Transformers Live show once again. I'm your host, Marcus Hart. Uh, today we have a very amazing guest, uh, someone who's uh, definitely um, doing some great things and uh, really uh, working hard here. Uh, and uh, I want to just tell you about a, a new novel that um, Richard Rossi uh, has wrote. Uh, so Cannonland, uh which is a controversial uh, new novel, indeed it is. It has rocked church world with its, uh, its expose of uh Fodren Hill and techniques by a televangelist who takes advantage of followers in times of world crisis. Uh, so the filmmaker, uh, Richard, uh, a novel and film addresses such issues as ministers, Fleece in the Flock. Uh, so most recently, his novel, Land has now become available on Amazon with a feature film version that's set to the, uh, hit uh, theaters, uh, coming real soon, later this year. It's directed and starring Rossi. Uh, the Cannonland uh, novel tells the story of a common preacher abused by another preacher as a boy who falls in love for a sincere, devoted, Christian woman and realize that this con game isn't a game anymore. So we're going to learn more about the book. We're going to learn more about the Renaissance man himself, Richard Rossi, uh, the American film actor um, and writer and radio host and maverick minister. Uh, so uh, let's get into this. So how's it going today, Richard?
2: Hey, I'm so happy to be uh, here with you today, Marcus, and I uh, look forward to meeting you when we screen Canaan Land in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I want you to interview Rebecca Holden and I at the screening and do the Q&A.
1: Yeah, that's, that's going to be truly remarkable. I'm looking forward to that opportunity to do that. Um it, It's such, you know, quite quite a humble experience indeed to be with someone of your stature like yourself and someone who's crushing it right now, Um and you you, you, you surround yourself with a good team, so that's that's truly amazing too. Thank you. Uh, so tell us all about your, your transformation journey from where you started to where you are right now, uh, making a, such a good, cool novel and
2: film. Yes. Well, the novel, Cain um, Lynn, and that's me as Brother Billy in the film. This is the film poster. I used it for the cover of the um, book. And I'm wearing the jacket from the film because Brother Billy claims he can bring gold dust from the Golden Street to heaven, and it even turned his jacket gold. But he's a con man preacher, and, but Sister Sarah is the real deal. He falls in love with Sister yeah. Sarah, played by Rebecca Holden, who starred in Knight Rider, and he realizes the con game isn't a game. But my transformation um, journey to make this story, I was in my young adult years, Marcus, working as, uh, you know, in faith, healing, evangelism, and everything, and very sincere in that I prayed for the sick, and I was honest about those that got well, those that did not get well, I prayed for everybody I had and, and trained our church to pray for everybody. But what I discovered was some of the big name evangelists were doing a lot of fake stuff like this. Mm-hmm. This gold dust stunt I, I, I got the idea because a minister had confessed to me. he did a stunt to build up his church, where he put gold glitter in the uh, HVAC system. And then told everyone, I feel the glory coming, the gold dust from the streets of heaven. And then he would blow that stuff out of the, you know, the HVAC system with fans. And everyone's like, oh, thank you, Jesus, you know. And they thought it was a miracle, right? So that gave me the idea for this con man character. Um, and uh, and that's, I started to really think a lot about fake versus true. You know, the Bible yeah. talks about the wheat versus the tares. And um, and then I thought about just how terrible it is. Even some of these big names that will tell people they have to give so much money to get healed, you know, like, a, I saw one big name preacher, he came here to Los Angeles and he said, if you give a thousand dollar vow, I guarantee your healing. And I thought Jesus would never exploit people like that. Jesus yeah. said freely, you receive freely give. And so, yes, um, you know, uh, I give money to a charity and, and, you know, um, and in my ministerial work, people that are spiritually fed have given money to the church and things like that. That's good. But I'm talking about like the guys that merchandise God and merchandise the gifts of the Spirit. I think it really detracts from God's magnificence. So, my story, Canaan Land, it's all about like I went through a transformation and having to repent of anything that I did uh, along those lines. In some cases, it was uh, the way I was trained you know, was there's certain ways to take offerings, which not, I now think was, was too manipulative of people that I don't do that anymore. But um, even my character brother, Billy, goes through a transformation, and it's a bit of a spoiler, but he ends up repenting and giving the money back to people that he swindled and really, truly uh, becoming a, a good and godly man. So, you know, I, I love people, and I even though I, my novel does point out the fakes, I don't damn them to hell. I mean, I, I believe there's redemption for them too. And, um, so my, my novel is controversial. Some people in the church are very, very upset about the fact I exposed some of the tricks, but I really have a heart to see people learn. And, and it's never too late, even if you've done some cons and done some bad things. I really believe that, um, I mean, one of, the, one of the big names that's doing some fake stuff told me the novels really stirred him and he's considering going public and talking about his fake things with the healing and repenting. Wow. So, you know, to me, like that's, that's pretty big. And this is kind of like my repentance in a way and saying like some of the things I was involved in when I was young, I can no longer agree with. Like, for instance, I was on these Christian TV telethons and I was good at getting in the money. And uh, they said, uh, you know, come on, on, Richard, you get young people to give. And we our, our TV ministry tends to get more older senior saints to, th- to give their money. Uh, these old ladies can't even pay their electric bill. And they said, but the young people, when you come on, like you and give. And so they had me come on these TV telephones, But uh, something inside me was like, eh, just something just don't feel right about this, you know? Yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I can agree with you, you know, um, like um, especially on that tail end of what you just said there, you know, and uh, um, I mean, which is reason why, you know, I, I, I'm really uh, haven't returned back to a pulpit at all, you know, because um, I, I was in ministry at a very young age. And oh, I didn't um,
2: know that. I didn't know that, Marcus. That's a real coincidence yeah yeah I, you know um I'm in a different type of ministry <laughs> so well you're you're- yeah your podcast is a great ministry
1: yeah so um you know and i' i'm I'm very comfortable hearing I like oh God doing but um nothing about me, but you know but you know but just i but I know there's a lot of people you know out there. Who is definitely you know uh feeling some conviction about this who who may be in those positions and then those who are, are part of the fold uh, part of the, the, the you know the flock uh those that they are leading uh once they get uh light of this um you know it was like mm, isn't that so you know um but it really really tests you know what are you doing are you really testing you know um th- that power of forgiveness um and that 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 power of um Uh, a conviction too, you know, so um, you had, you know, was there a struggle with that, you know, um, as you, you know, as, as that, that, that very last button to say, okay, sin.
2: (laughs) Yes. Yes. It was a struggle because um, it's hard to tell the truth when you, when you're kind of tied into it. Like I had started a ministry that grew pretty big. I had a radio show, I still do the radio show actually as a podcast now, but it started on a Christian uh, terrestrial station and it grew to where it had thousands of followers. So I would do these services and thousands of people would show up and it, when it gets that big, it's really hard because you know, you have to not care. It's almost like, you know, it's almost like a a guy is more attractive to a woman if he's not desperate and needy and he don't care, you know, like he has Mm -hmm. not, he doesn't care if he loses her. And it's the same with ministry, like to really speak the truth, we have to get to the point like Canaan land, I'm now willing to lose, you know, like I don't care if I, I, I may lose and I have lost uh, even, even Christian friends in, in the sense of like them being mad. Like some of them said with my Canaan land book, they said, you are sowing division, brother, you are, touch not God's anointed, you should not be criticizing these televangelists. Now granted, this is a fictional story, it's not, I'm not mentioning names. But I have, I'll admit, mentioned that, that there are some real guys that inspired this. But there's this mindset in the church, like, like you say, it's hard to fit that fi- hit that final button and say sin. But, you know, I remind people when they say, what would Jesus do? One of the things Jesus did was overturn the, uh, the tables in the temple yes. when the Pharisees were, were ripping off the people. The people came at the Passover, so they were charging them way too much money for their animals they had to buy for the Passover. They were, uh, when they changed the money from one currency to another, they were ripping them off. So Jesus, I mean, he kicked butt. I mean, he's in there with a whip. And so, you know, Jesus uh, had the backbone. Um, You know, I just got a message from someone about my uh, book a lady uh, back East. And she said, I hope I just don't get bleeped by the FCC. But she said, Richard, you really got balls <laughs> to put out this book and this film. And she said, you got balls. I said, yeah, last time I checked, I think you're right. But you know, even the Bible says in Galatians 1.10, if I am worried about pleasing men and not offending men, I cannot truly serve Christ and speak the truth. So like with your podcast, we can talk probably more honest than if we were in the religious world where like anytime you criticize anything, oh you got a bad spirit, don't criticize the preacher. You know? But here you and I, Marcus, can really be honest about this stuff. In fact, I think in like the arts and in, in broadcasting and media, we can be more honest than we can in the church about some of this stuff.
1: Yeah, that that is so true. You know, um, you know, because like, you know, I, I don't know what it is. Um you know and I think that's what 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 you know is kind of, you know, kind of turning people off now with churches. They feel like, you know, there's no voice, you know, there's no room for uh conversation in an honest conversation, you know, and when, you know, God stands and stands on the side of honesty, when God, you know, wants truth. And, you know, I really applaud you, you know, for, you know, just, you know, standing on the side of truth rather than trying to straddle in between, um, you know what is truth and what is you know what is not true, mm. um, and yeah, that definitely takes a lot of courage, indeed. You know, or uh, as uh, as the, the the lady mentioned in the la- in a <laughs> latter form. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So so as you know, like as we as we look at the at the story here, you know, um, how how was it? How how important was it to to you know um, to put this to put the spin on it of, um, of him, of, of him, you know, the, the abuse, uh, from, a from another preacher, you know, oh. as a boy, you know, cause like, you know, uh, cause I, you know, cause that, I think what that does, that, that, that connects, um, another, uh, another audience out there who has, you know, went astray from the church, went astray from like God, you know, uh, because of, the, you know, because of what they might've went through uh, in church, you know, um, was there any, any of that going through the brain uh, as, you know, as you was creating this?
2: Yes, that's a great question, Marcus. And, um, you know, I was around uh, sexually sexual predator creatures as a boy. And like you, it's interesting. You said you were in the ministry since you were young. I was also a performer as a child on guitar uh and uh, I was also started preaching pretty young, uh, at, at, at like sixteen. Um, and so, um, the abuse aspect. I wanted people like it's real easy when you write to like, okay, you see me, I'm in his con man jacket, and there's me in the in the book. He's such a con man; it's easy. I could write him as a cartoon, as an over the top caricature. And when he preaches, he is kind of an over the top character, and he talks about get the old us. He's kind of out there, but. The reason I went into his childhood and the abuse is I wanted people to see that even people that are doing wrong stuff, like Billy's lost his faith. He doesn't really believe. He's just going through the motions for money. But I wanted people to see there's layers and subtext of things that happen to people that make them the way they are. Every, we all have our own burdens, you know? Right. And like, like I mean, like I lost my, my youngest brother, uh, Pete, to uh, a, a drug overdose of heroin mixed with fentanyl and that's was such a sad tragic end because he was young and he was so talented but be as his oldest brother who loved him and nurtured him and took him for walks when he was little and you know and and looked out for him and we played music together like i knew his whole life and i knew things that had happened to him and the burdens he was carrying psychologically so like some religious people dismissed him in a negative way the way my brother passed but they don't know the burdens of my brother went through. They don't know some of the abuse my brother went through. And so I wanted this book to not like a lot of times Christian stuff is very kind of cheesy. Like it's the, the good Christians are so perfect. And then you got the worldly people like, like Billy, he's a worldly guy. He's a womanizer. He's sleeping with one woman after another. He's a con man. But, I noticed when I show the rough cut of the film to women, they hate him at first, like that narcissistic comment. But as they learn, like he was abused as a kid, he was like, there were unspeakable things done to him by this predatory preacher when he was a boy. And as you get into the story and you realize like more about this guy, even some of the women that hate him by the end are kind of hoping he can turn it around, you know, like they, they start to feel sorry for him. And, you know, I believe that like, a lot of people have been turned off on the church i mean there's so much um abuse of children it's in the news all the time in all denominations and um you know i believe god is love and wants to heal us of those those things in our past you know i believe god god's love is a healing it's the medicine that heals us
1: yeah I, i can't agree with you more and um that that's that's brilliant you know uh, very brilliant i, I you know uh, kudos to you for that and um you know what what we do have indeed is a, is a landscape where you know we we can't we can't see um obviously that you know god is love and, and and that you know um that you know he wants us to be assembled together um to be to be healed um and of whatever we are going through uh, and whatever we have gone through and mm-hmm. and it's so important um and when when people uh when we have people that's corrupt in that um, you know it, as you know it it should it should be told you know it should be told it should be you know the truth should come out and mm-hmm. you know but at the same time we should understand why you know we should understand why we should understand why for everyone you know everyone has a uh, has a why behind mm-hmm. you know behind what what they're doing and uh and why they make the decisions um they make uh we, we see that you know we we see a lot of bad things happen uh in you know in this world and you know um, we we always just look at what happens uh, but you know when you get the back end story then you say oh wow and then, then yourself <laughs> you feel bad yeah. <laughs> like yeah. oh man i should have treated that guy like that you know yeah. so yeah you have a little bit more compassion so that's
2: what yeah I mean. it's so true because you never know what someone's going through like i I had a friend I went to high school with and he reached out to me uh, on Facebook and we were talking and he was pretty tough to deal with. Sometimes he's ornery and, and, and uh, you know, difficult. And then he'd be nice. He was almost like bipolar and he was, I was going through all this stuff. I was like, man, this guy's kind of hard to take. Then lo and behold, uh, my friend uh, took his life and I was shocked. I, and then it all made sense. Like, wow, you know, he reached out to me, but yet he was kind of weird and mood swinging all over the place. And I wish I would have known and maybe been able to say something, but yeah, everyone's going through their burdens, and in the story Canaan Land, like like Billy's going through his own burden, and and he's doing the conning, and then Sarah, she's a really sincere Christian, but she's going through through her burdens of feeling very lonely, and even she's a godly woman, and she wants to see a godly man come into her life, but she's very very lonely and. And wonders okay i 'm serving you, God, but you never sent a man and you know, and of course, my character, Billy, comes into that that vacuum and kind of charms her into thinking he's yeah. the guy for her, and so uh, that's kind of where the story goes is those two people become ministry partners as well as romantic partners, and he kind of cons his way into taking over a ministry, but then she she 's going to find out the truth about him and confront him that you better repent, and I want you out and and that sets him on a journey of. You know, is he going to find faith for real? You know,
1: yeah, yeah. So, so, what what inspired you about her story? You know, uh, so so, you know, you mentioned, you know, um, you know, you know, her 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 whole makeup of uh, how her character is built. Uh, what you know, uh, where did you get the inspiration for it to, you know, to to create her?
2: Well, we started a ministry here in Hollywood called Eternal Grace, and a lot of the people in this ministry here are actors artists actresses uh you know uh, women that were like playmates and models and that sort of thing so a lot of these creative individuals tend to not be as maybe family uh, into family like maybe where i grew up in, in pittsburgh pennsylvania everyone's married and has kids by the time or like you know 30 or something but out here like a lot of people are single and so a lot of the people in our ministry out here we started they're single they're lonely and you know, some of these women, I thought, man, they've been models, they've been actresses, uh, you know, uh, guys have uh, pinups of these women, and yet they can't find a guy. And um, and a lot of them uh, have ethics and morals due to their uh, Christian conversion, in which they don't want to just like sleep around with every Tom, Dick, and Harry. So it's kind of was surprising to me how so many women in our um, our church out here were, were quite lonely, you know, and... Um, And, and they, they never, you know, there's that old thing of God is enough and, and, God has to be your Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was
0: only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come
2: true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. joy and you know and the joy of the lord is your strength but you know it says in the garden of eden um that even adam was in eden in, in perfection in paradise walking and talking with god but it said it wasn't good that he was alone so there's a part of us even these very spiritual people that feel very alone so that gave me the idea of a story of how you know billy could kind of charm his way in there and and talk all this uh, spiritual stuff and fool her that god had sent him to her you know. And, and so I thought this could be a great story, you know? Yeah. And, um, um, also I have a friend of mine, I won't mention by name cause she's a, fa- a very famous actress who, um, her and I were engaging in some deep talks about Christ and, and she's, uh, turned her heart over to the Lord and is seeking Christ more in her life. And, uh, she, uh, started putting out on her social media, her faith, um, but she told me because she has all these guys in love with her from seeing her on, on movies and TV shows and things, the minute they heard she was Christian, all these like worldly, uh, you know, streetwise con man type guys are, oh, yeah, I'm into the Bible, too. Like she said, like, all these guys started faking faith to try to get. She's like, they're all faking faith to try to get my pants. Now I'm talking very explicit, excuse me, but that's what she said. And I thought, hmm, that's interesting. All these guys faking faith to get to her because she's now a woman of faith. I thought that's interesting, you know. So um, when I wrote, I wrote the breakup scene where Sarah confronts him. She says, "You're not the first man to fake faith to try to get me into bed. You were just the first one good enough at it to succeed." You know? <laughs> so I wrote yeah. that line, and Rebecca Holden delivers that so well in the breakup scene.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well, that that definitely can you know give um you know uh, give a lot of you know inspiration and you <laughs> know you know help a lot of you know women out there you know who yeah, I
2: think women are gonna really relate to yeah, this. Yeah,
1: they can really relate to that, you know. So yeah, they yeah they definitely uh, you know love that. You know, um, yeah, that's that's so much of a problem, you know. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, and guys are some can be we can be some jerks, man. So <laughs> Like, man, you know, we we we'll do anything, um yeah so just yeah just thinking on that too you know um yeah the 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 way the way that you you know you you you, you said that you know it's perfect um uh perfect for people to resonate on with that and the the fact that we we have uh, people uh who who would willingly uh you know say like hey yeah i uh, i'm a christian but and but then what happens sometimes, you know, it sometimes it can be a good thing, uh when you when you have that happen because sometimes it can be uh transformed. They they'll get in that help them get into the church and they yeah. are here. they'll get caught on to a message <laughs> and yeah. it will do something for them. <laughs> so uh so yeah, so I so yeah, yeah, it has it has its pros and cons there, you know. So
2: Yeah. So it's so. yeah, really being around Sarah, she does eventually get to him and she calls a day of repentance and he ends up like really repenting, really not just to get back with her, but he really feels sorry for the people he ripped off. And, you know, so he does end up changing. I believe, you know, God's grace is there to the very end for all of us. You know, like there was a guy, as you know, on the cross by Jesus, a thief on the cross who at the very end said, Lord, remember me when you come in your kingdom and Jesus said, today you shall be with me in paradise. So Jesus has so much mercy. And I wanted to show that even for the brother Billy's because at the end, brother Billy, um, he does repent, you know, I know, uh, you know, maybe I'm an optimist, but, uh, yeah, I like to think that, you know, it's not too late for anyone.
1: Oh, not at all. You know, um, there's, there's always opportunity. There's always room, you know, so, you know, yeah. it's that old old thing they say, you know, um, there's always room at the cross. <laughs> yeah.
2: You know, so. Well, it's so funny uh, you would say that because um, Rebecca is yeah. a really good singer, the leading lady in the film version of the novel. And she sings that song, uh, There's Room at the Cross for You. She does an amazing uh, version of that old hymn, the way she sings it. She's an incredible singer. Nice. So, yeah.
1: So, yeah, so we got singing, you know, throughout the song. We got some good acting, obviously.
2: Yeah, in fact, I um, could give you, a, I don't know if we have time or if we're out of time, I could give you a few measures of one of the songs. I have my guitar here. I don't know how much time we have left or if we're okay. Yeah, let's, let's 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 go ahead and key that up. You know, I won't, um, I, I'll actually play it live for you. I won't do the whole thing for time's sake, but I'll give you yeah. a little riff. This is kind of, in the movie, we rock it out with a band and like a b- yeah. huge fire and all that stuff. But I'll just do you a little bit on my guitar. This is a song I wrote nice. for the movie called Canaan Land. It goes, it's a rocker. It goes, On my way to Canaan land Gonna take my Jesus hand Brother Billy, I'm your preacher man Glory, hallelujah The Spirit's talking to you On my way to Canaan land On my way to Canaan land That's that's the theme song.
1: Yeah, that's uh, man. Yeah, (laughs) I love that one. I love it. I love it indeed.
2: Yeah, great. So that
1: indeed is great music.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it rocks. We have this choir um, that won. uh, They were the way I found this choir. They were there was a competition of all the best gospel uh, choirs, and uh, I saw this choir from downtown L.A., McCoy Memorial Baptist Choir, and I was like, oh. Man, are they good? I was like, please, God, I need this choir. And so I talked to them, and they were just great folks. I went down and met their pastor and their deacons, and uh, they're really good. And So in a Canaan Land song, you can actually go on YouTube and see uh, see a, a minute of me doing a song on the, on the guitar, my son's rock and roll band behind it, Rebecca singing, and you can see the, the choir be, behind us. And if you just went on YouTube and put Richard Rossi Canaan Land theme song YouTube, you'd see it. But um, we had a lot of fun because there's a lot of good music. Uh, In fact, the soundtrack will be coming out pretty soon. We don't have it quite ready yet, but we released the novel on um, audiobook, Canaan Land, paperback, and Kindle on Amazon. The soundtrack will come out pretty soon, and then hopefully later this year we can start showing it in theaters. There's been some restrictions out here, as you know, and everywhere. Um, But um, I'm just going to trust that all things work for good, that Yes. It, it, when this whole thing lifts and people can go back to the theaters, our film's going to be ready and there's not going to be as much content because a lot of people shooting films had to stop shooting.
1: Right. So
2: the theaters and distributors are more hungry for content come the holidays here than they've ever been because a lot of films got stopped from being made. So I'm hoping that it'll just, you know, it's just going to work good that we'll have our film ready, you know?
1: Yes. Yeah, that a be betr- truly amazing, truly beautiful.
2: Because yeah. um, we're almost done. We're just polishing it
1: yeah with with the soundtrack with the uh, with yeah.
2: the,
1: you know uh, with the movie on the way and we got the novel right now to enjoy and get caught up on yeah. and, and have our favorite characters and you know uh yeah. speaking of which you got some cameos in the movie yes respect uh, too so tell us about who who's the cameos and um you know um, yes
2: um we're pretty lucky to have a lot of cameos of uh people that I loved as a kid like there's a scene of Wonder Woman Linda Carter getting her Hollywood star And she was literally getting her Hollywood stars. (laughs) And and that one, we incorporated that into the movie because my um, character, I'm giving away a few plot twists and I hope people won't be too angry with me about that, the spoilers, but my character, one of the things that brings him to repent is he has a daughter uh, that he had with a woman and he, he uh, abandoned Um, and she finds him um, as an adult. And, uh, uh, and that kind of tugs at his heart. And she was real into Wonder Woman. And so the whole thing of Wonder Woman, Linda Carter ties into the story. And then, um, like you, I have a, a podcast and I interview celebrity friends. And Rebecca, also the leading lady, she's done celebrity interviews. So what we did was we we kind of I came up with a clever idea to uh, get some celebrity names in the film by using our podcast guests in the film. Like, in other words... We have it that Brother Billy and Sister Sarah start a radio ministry, a podcast ministry. So some of the interviews we did for real, we used some of those interviews as, as Brother Billy and Sister Sarah doing it. So, and the celebrities were gracious enough because I was like, look, we're making this as an independent film. Could you just let us use it in the film for free? And in, in exchange for that, we'll mention, uh, you know, your books and your projects. So like in the back of my novel, uh, I have a list of the celebrity guests at cameos. And then I mention like their books and their novels that I promoted on the radio show. And, um, and I, you know, my, my legal advisor said we'll get them to sign a release that your podcast guests that those podcast interviews you can use. And you know, those celebrities were so gracious. They, they just sent, signed the release center <laughs> right back. Some of my friends are like, how did you get all these people? Like, <laughs> like in the back, it says, you know, books, books by celebrities uh, mentioned in Canaan land. And it has, uh, you know, uh, different celebrities in there. Louis Gossett Jr., who was uh, Oscar, I think he was Oscar nominated, Oscar winner. I think he won an Oscar for an actor and a gentleman. He was also won an Emmy for Roots. Rebecca interviews him on video in the film. Nice. Um, and Cindy Williams, Laverne and Shirley, an old show, uh, different ones. So um, my film professor, I never went to film school. I just started making films and learning by trial and error. But I decided to go to film school um, after, after I'd already uh, made films and, and I finally finished a film degree, but my professor at film school, Eric Swellstad, he said, um, Richard, you know, really would help you to get a few, uh, you know, well-known names in your films, a few more well-known names. So he, he put that, he goes, you're creative. Think of a way you could do it. Cause I know you don't have a big budget or anything. So that it hit me. Okay, I've had some of these people on my podcast. Yeah. I could kind of make this like in the story. Brother Billy got this podcast going to to reach celebrities for Christ, and it and it actually worked. So it's it's kind of a off the. It's just kind of a weird idea that came to me how wow. I could get some celebrity names into film without having to go deal with these agents. You know how the agents are. Well, how many millions of dollars are you going to pay because <laughs> I want to make my ten percent. So, so I right. just went. to Celebrities, hey, you were on my show. I'm making this little low budget film. Can I use your interview in the radio show, and I'll also plug your books? And oh, sure, 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 Richard. Okay, can you sign this release? And the release, all I wrote was, "I give Richard permission to use my podcast interview in his film." It's just something that simple, right? <laughs> and they signed it, and there we are. You know,
1: nice. Yeah, that that is truly creative, and like you know, very you know, you know, like, uh, and it's just you know, like, hey, man, that's that's God ordained, right there. So. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And so, Thank yeah, you. man, you know, uh, really, really love what you're doing. It's, it's truly, truly inspiring. And uh, it's in the stories really going to like, transform a lot of people's hearts, transform a lot of people's minds and doing a lot of spirits, you know, so a lot, of, a lot of people right now are, you know, are hurting right now. A lot of people are, you know, really do need to know, you know, uh, okay. You know, there's someone who's from the inside, who, who knows how I feel. Uh, who wants to connect with me and who, who doesn't mind just telling it, telling it like how it is. And, and at the mm-hmm. same time, you know, wants to inspire me.
2: So, and love me. <laughs> <So. Wow. laughs> the, yeah. Well, I just am so excited for people seeing this interview because you, um, the questions you asked are so good. We, our conversation has been so good. I'm thinking, wow, just in my mind, I'm just thinking of so many different people hearing this, that I know this is going to be like the questions you asked were so good that it's, it's gonna a lot of people are gonna really appreciate this conversation. I just feel that.
1: Well, well thank you for that. You know, I'm very humbled by by your words and uh it, it really does, you know, um it means a lot to hear from you. So believe it or not so so yeah this is, this is all your work so so but you know but mostly all glory to god too so let's give him a little bit of credit well a lot of credit <laughs> a little bit you know we just we thanks
2: for your service as a veteran in the army too marcus we just had veterans day pass and uh you know i i um, always post a picture of myself at my dad's grave at the veterans cemetery and appreciate your service as a veteran in the army also marcus
1: yeah absolutely oh, well thank you thank you for that yes
2: yeah, so yeah well so with, with just about like um uh, five minutes
1: here, you know um you know if if there's anything you know at all you know um rather it be just some some words of wisdom for people out there or just or just something additional you want to like just tell us about this the book about the movie about about the soundtrack, maybe that like can just make us say, okay,
2: okay. Well, I just thought of something. Maybe I'll read. I like to read to people. I like to read stories. I always and I always like people to read stories to me. as boy, maybe I'll just read a, a just an excerpt of Cain and Lannan. I'll just uh, yeah. give you a free audio here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, beginning
1: here. That's There's an there. audio snippet here coming right at
2: you. <laughs> audio <laughs> So this is the first chapter, "Born Again Virgin." I'll just read a little bit to you. Okay. Sister Sarah Sunday was not technically a virgin. She was married once, if you can call that, to a fundamentalist with fiery red hair. She met him during her second semester at Bethany Bible School in the backwoods of Virginia. He spoke of the flames of hell in public, but her new husband was flaming in private, and he had problems performing his marital duties in bed. He channeled his shame into a forceful act of intercourse that was more rape than sacramental marital love, and Sarah wept and wept as he cackled over her. Her church mentor said sex would be glorious if she did it God's way and waited for marriage, but it didn't turn out that way. Her first time as a 25-year-old virgin bride was not Holy Ghost fireworks. It was a disaster in the bed of epic proportions, and she didn't have uh, the experience as a woman to process the carnage of what went down. So the annulment had to go through quickly. She tried to wipe out her traumas over the next 15 years and had a few more ill-fated courtships with men on the Internet. But they couldn't give her what she really sought, which was spiritual ecstasy, a heavenly high, gold dust from the golden streets of the New Jerusalem. She saw 40 approaching. Her biological clock was ticking. And she remembered the Israelites after 40 years entered Canaan land. And she said, oh, God, help me to find a modern milk and honey land. And she took off from Virginia to Hollywood to seek reinvention and promised land prosperity. She maintained her purity with a vigilance, and she started a ministry in Hollywood. She said she wanted to make Hollywood, Hollywood, and she would stream her sermons live on YouTube and Facebook. Now, across town was another man who merchandised the spirit wherever he could, Brother Billy Gantry, a true scoundrel. He was working, giving psychic readings. He had a twinkle in his blue eyes that hypnotized prospects. Women would talk to him through sputters of ecstasy. He was the rock star at international master psychics. Well, that's the two characters kind of introduced in the first few pages. <laughs> that's, that's lovely. Yeah, hey, Billy and Sarah. Yeah, yeah. Hey,
1: Got to give it up for you right there. You know, so <laughs> I love it. So yeah, you know, it, that's truly you know special to have. You know, when the author can just. You know, read for us. You know, it's always a special moment. Something special about that. You know, yeah, don't get any more it. special than that. You know, I, I enjoyed that. You know, and and and, and, become, and it's real and it's uh, and sincere. So so thank you for that. You know, You're welcome, Marcus. Hey, I take that any day over uh, words of wisdom. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just as good as words of wisdom because it's it's word. It's, it is the word. So yeah. So so thank you, thank you for that. Uh, so do us a favor, tell us where we can find, you know, uh, if, if you've got a website, tell us the oh, website, sure. you know, um, mm-hmm. or if you've got social media too, in, in addition to yeah. that. Let us uh, know
2: what that is. I'll put this, so Canaan Land is spelled a little different. So just for the website, this is Canaan, is C-A-N-A-A-N Land. So the website is canaanlandmovie.com, canaanlandmovie.com, and the novel here is on Amazon now. Um, our social media, Facebook is facebook.com slash canaanlandmovie spelled like that. And Canaan Land movie is where we're at on Twitter and Instagram is both Canaan Land movie. And we're always putting up uh, uh, new stuff on all that stuff. So about the film and um, we put up a lot of funny stuff too, like entertaining stuff. Like I just put up a, a picture of a guy who uh, no matter how many times I said brother Billy's fake, we put up a picture of a guy who thinks brother the gold dust is real because see, Brother Billy was based on another pastor named Bill. Yeah, inspired this, and this guy did a fake gold dust stunt, and so some people are really offended by the book. So there's a guy, and he's sitting at a table. Bill's Billy's gold dust is real. Try to change my mind, and it's kind of a funny picture because he's there, like he wants to argue about it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm always posting funny stuff like that.
1: Right. Oh, well, that's cool. Yeah, so we, yeah we, well, we look forward to that. And um, we'll we make sure we, you know, we, we get that out uh, to all of the listeners and, watch, and watchers, if you will. Can we say watchers? Or the viewers <laughs> that's tuned in right now. Uh, so, so thank you so much, Richard. Uh, do, do hold the hold briefly here while I close out the show here. Uh, you know, uh, we got some additional for you on the other end here. Uh, so okay. uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, those who are uh, tuned in right now, uh, those who are listening as well, uh, I just thank you guys right now uh, for uh, joining us, but I-, I got a little bit of homework for you guys. I want you guys right now to share this wonderful episode recording uh, with a friend, a family member, and hey, if you think you got an enemy out there, even share it with an enemy, make your enemy your friend and me. We are commanded to love our enemy, so do that you know so do that by sharing this wonderful episode recording, but before you do that, make sure you Play it back over and over again, and buy the book. Go ahead, head over to Amazon.com, buy that book. You know what I'm saying? So uh, you can find all that information and much, much more in the episode description. It'll be down at the bottom if you're looking, or to the right if you're listening. However, it appears to you, get those episode, uh, get those links up, uh, so that you can head over to the movie. Uh, website head over to amazon and head over to all the social medias and and follow and you know uh get all of the, get all of the updates uh, that it's necessary to keep you locked in and tuned in uh so uh we thank you once again i'm your host mark sart this is the transform you live show don't forget to leave a comment comments are appreciated and so is subscriptions if you haven't subscribed already uh it's free to do that yeah so until next time many blessings peace and lots of love